What is something that is dreaded yet also something that a lot of people want to be good at, including maybe you? Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you've taken the time to join me today. Whether this is your first episode or you are returning multiple times, thank you. Thank you for tuning in when you do, however you do. And before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you a question that I posed on social media and that has gotten a lot of interaction on Instagram. And here's the question. Does the personal finance space and its related messaging ever make you feel inadequate or broken? When I coach and speak, at the root of my message is I want you to be and to feel successful, profitable, and not broke. Not broke financially, not broke energetically, not broke creatively. And I use every chance I get, including this podcast, to remind folks that they as a person, even when your finances are not in the condition that you want them to be or need them to be, you are certainly not broken. I'm curious though, does the typical personal finance messaging ever cause you to feel broken? Let me know. You can send me a DM on Instagram or just join the conversation in the comments. I posted this reel on January 30th. So yeah, let me know. In the meantime, let's get into today's show. When it comes to money, can you guess what the dreaded B word is? If you said budget, you would be absolutely correct. And ironically, for something that is dreaded, it is also something most people want to be good at. Case in point, quote, I want to stop not knowing how much I spend a month and start tracking my spending and making and sticking to a budget, end quote. Here's another. I want to stop flying by the seat of my pants with saving and spending and start doing it more deliberately. But I feel like I don't have time to create and tra track a, a budget as responsibly as I'd like. I'd also like to figure out if and when I could ever afford a home or have children, end quote. And here's one final one. Improve my budgeting skills, hacks for making money management a habit rather than an admin task that I dread, end quote. Those three statements, those three quotes are unedited pullouts from a pre-event questionnaire completed by attendees from a few of my speaking gigs last year. So I just pulled three of them from the multiple gigs that I did to share them with you here today. And I did that because what I hear in those statements is a recognition of the value of having a spending plan 
And not only that, a desire to have the aptitude to create an effective one and to really have the discipline to adhere to it. So here I come with another question for you. Do you relate to any aspects of these quotes? Do you create budgets? Are you good with sticking with them? And how would you describe your relationship to budgets? The thing that reflects your goals, your priorities, as well as your sense of security and the control of the future. However you describe your relationship with budgets, whether you intentionally create them or not, whether you stick to the plan or not, here's the truth. We all operate within a budget. We all have to make financial choices based on the constraints of the money coming in and the money going out. And by we, I certainly mean that in the broadest sense, personally, in terms of businesses, and all three levels of government, local, state, and federal. So with that as a backdrop, it might surprise you that I have an opinion. Well, that part may not surprise you, but what my opinion is may surprise you. Um, and my opinion is that and it's not too popular with my colleagues, with many of my colleagues anyway, in the personal finance space. But here's my opinion. I am not a fan of budgets. I know, gasp, what? I'm not a fan of budgets. I am, however, a fan of budgeting. To me, the distinction between budgets and budgeting is not I repeat, it is not simply a difference in semantics. It is a difference in mindset and approach. One, budgets, is a plan that represents a moment in time, while the other, budgeting, represents an ongoing process of creating, managing, and adjusting the budget over time. It's dynamic and it allows you to adapt to changes, both those you initiate as well as those that you find yourself responding to. One suggests that you focus your attention entirely on spending or the expense side of the equation. The other invites you to also look at the income side of the equation, the revenue side. One often feels restrictive, like a diet, reminding you of what you can't do or what you don't have the capacity to do, while the other tends to foster a sense of abundance and possibilities. The distinctions that I've just described between budgets and budgeting, they are why my feathers really, really get rankled whenever a personal finance guru suggests that you stop buying those fancy $7 lattes in order to get out of debt. As if your expenses or your spending is the only solution and only approach available to you to do that. Yes, some adjustments to your spending activity may be required, but at some point, here's the deal. There is simply only so much that you can cut. And I wonder, why isn't there more talk? Why aren't we having, why aren't we having more conversations about ways to bring more money in? 
that's not the first time that I've thought of that question, that I've voiced it, you know, publicly, vocally, whatever. But I thought of it recently when Kai Rizdahl, host of NPR's Marketplace and co-host of Make Me Smart, echoed similar sentiments when he went on a rant, which I loved, by the way, about Congress's approach to the national debt of the United States, which stands at a record of $34.14 trillion. And he was raising this because currently there are two bipartisan, which in this climate right now is really hard to do, but there are currently two bipartisan bills sitting in committee in the Senate and in the House. Yet both, both, focus exclusively on spending cuts with no talk of potential tax heights, tax heights or the revenue side of the equation or bringing money in. Oh, I've got so many thoughts that for the time being, I will just keep to myself. But now look, I've never worked in government, so I don't have firsthand experience making fiscal choices and trade-offs on that level. However, I am pretty well versed in this regard personally and from managing my own business along with helping others manage their personal and business finances. My experiences and my observations are why I say three things. One, people often fail to stick with a budget because they create them based on how they ideally want to say that they are spending their money rather than on how they actually spend it or they actually need to spend it. The second is that people focus on budgets rather than budgeting because the former is treated as one and done. You do it and you're done. While the latter requires active engagement, you can't just do it once and walk away. You've got to do it and then come back and constantly review it and you know, assess the feedback that it's giving you, that review process is giving you. And then the third is that I think people focus on cutting expenses uh, because the results and sometimes the relief can often be seen and felt faster. But like I said, we all operate within a budget and the state of any budget provides you feedback, right? It provides you feedback about your degree of discipline, your flexibility and your resourcefulness. And so whether your bottom line shows that you were in the red or maybe you are nearing the red or maybe you are just simply comfortable in the black, comfortably in the black, Cutting cost shouldn't be the only option you consider to move up and to the right. Actually, I believe cutting cost is the easiest and the easier choice to make. The harder question to ask and the harder choice to make is some version of how can more revenue be brought in? But there's tremendous power in asking that question. Asking it will help to unlock ideas and opportunities that you would likely never tap into if the only option you explored was to cut expenses. Additionally, it would require more patience and letting the results unfold, and that can be really hard to do, to wait. And then finally, it would require you to change more than likely something about your strategy and your approach. And sometimes we don't like doing that. 
But this is precisely why I am a fan of budgeting. It is a reiterative process and, and the nature of that approach is an example of practicing discipline and being flexible. I think it's more positive and more empowering. I also think that it invites you to focus more on possibilities, growth and abundance versus scarcity. Additionally, it keeps the long view in mind while you set yourself up to have some short-term wins so that you don't give up in the meantime, you don't give up too soon. And then finally, it allows you to embrace the challenges of your reality, especially when you don't like what is, while simultaneously building up and providing momentum for moving forward. All of this adds up to having a growth mindset when it comes to money, something that will help you manage your money better in both challenging and thriving times. Well, that is it for today, folks. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or maybe this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people than we ever could on our own. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. One, we read them, but two, it helps us with that algorithm. <laughs> and if you are on YouTube, please leave a comment below. And finally, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I will be back with another episode and I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money 